Okay, uh, there is a minhag amongst many different segments of the Jewish people to have some sort of indicator at the top of the talus to let you know which is the top, which way is up on the talus and which way is down. But depending on the community you live in, that indicator could either be a piece of cloth or it might be a very fancy, ornate silver piece that's worth a lot more than, uh, than many talisim put together. Or it or talisos, I believe, or it might be, uh, it might even be more than that. You see, every once in a while, that there are two of these, what we call ataros. There's one that's actually a crown at the top, and then there's one that's in the middle of the baggage. What is all of this based on? Where does all this come from? There is a Mishnah in Shabbos, Parak Yud Bey's Mishnah Gimel. Amr Rabbi Yossi, Lo Chivu Mishkan. That the reason there's a malacha called Kosev on Shabbos is because they used to mark the boards of the Mishkan so that they can know how to set up the Mishkan. The Yushalmi over there writes, Vakimoses a Mishkan kimishpato. That when they erected the Mishkan, it had to be done like its Mishpat. So Yushalmi says, Vachiyesh Mishpat le'etzim. Is there such a thing as justice for wood? Ele'ezek keresh zachali inasin betzafon, inasin betzafon. Badarom, inasin badarom. Whichever board was supposed to be in the north, gets placed in the north. Whichever board was supposed to be placed in the south, was placed in the south. They could not be mixed around. So that is the din of the Krashim. Based on that Yerushalmi, the Magen Avram and Simen Ches and Hilchas Tzitzis, in Siv Katan Vav writes, Vinagu lasos atara, mechatichas meshi, that there's a minute to take a piece of silk and make a crown, l'simen sha'osen tzitzis shalafanav, shi'uli olam lafanav. So as to make sure that the tzitzis that are normally in front of you will always be in front of you. And this is in line with the idea that you put each board where it belongs. Then the Magen Avram writes, the Kasov Biksavim Haari Lohayamak Bid Bilvisha Satalus Lusum Tamil Al Sadechad Kimoshanog in Harbe. That the Ari did not have this practice of being careful to make sure which side is up and which side is down. He was not careful at all about at all about that. He would just put on his talus whichever uh, way possible. Now the source of this idea uh, that uh, that the Magen Avram is quoting is really from a Shlaha Kadosh. The but the Shlach Kadosh even takes it a step further. Shlach Kadosh says, just like by the Mishkan, the boards that were placed on one side had to be placed there always and couldn't be moved to a different side, so too by a talus it has to be that way. And then he says, and also, Aleph, Bez, Gimel, that he would mark the panels of his sukkah with an Aleph, Bez, Gimel to make sure that the panels were arranged in the same order from year to year in the sukkah as well. So apparently there is this idea derived from the Mishkan that things should remain in the same place and even if all of the same objects are being used as a Chavta Mitzvah, it shouldn't be switched around or moved around, it should all be in the same, in the same place. That is the, uh, the Chiddush of the uh, Magen Avram in the name of the Shlach Kadosh. The problem is, however, that I understand very well why by the Krashea Mishkan it was important to have certain, you know, each of the boards remain in their consistent place 
because whatever was closer to the Aron, L'chorah was, was in a holier place. Whatever was further from the Aron, L'chorah was in a less holy place. And we have a concept, Malin B'chodesh, that when it comes to Kedusha, we're supposed to go up, things are supposed to move up, they are not supposed to move down, they are not supposed to be downgraded to a lower, lower level of Kedusha. But take the talus, for example. Which, which side of your talus is holier than the other side? Or take the sukkah, for example. Which side of your sukkah, or which board of your sukkah, is holier than the other boards? So l'chora, the whole idea of Malam Kodesh Moridin applies to things that are Tashmishe Kedusha. And this is what the Marasham asks in Chelek Beis, Similamites, when he points out that probably the Arizal is correct in not being concerned about this, because there is no notion of Malam B'Kodesh Moridin when you're dealing with Tashmishe Mitzvah, which things that are Mitzvah uses but are not Kadosh, that are not items of Kedusha. In fact, the Bikuri Yaakov in Simantaf Reish Lamed also makes this, this same point, that there's, there should be no iser to, uh, to, remove, to, to switch around which side of the talus is uh, in front and which side of the talus is in back. And that's why the Magen Avram was, uh, the Kotsi Arizal, not being concerned about this uh, whatsoever. Uh, however, Yabia Omer asks on this Yesod, in Ravad Yosef, in Yabiya Omer, asks on this idea that Malam B'Kodesh Ve'en only applies to Tashmishe Kedusha and not to Tashmishe Mitzvah from a couple of places. First of all, you've all heard of the concept of Malam B'Kodesh Ve'en I would bet, um, you know, 10 to 1 odds that I know exactly the first time, the first sugi you ever heard of the concept of Malam B'Kodesh Ve'en I would bet it's when you learned at some point in early elementary school about, or middle elementary school, about uh, the machlokas, Beishameh and Beishilel, of lighting Neros Chanukah. That the order, should you go up in numbers, should you go down in numbers, when lighting Neros Chanukah. So one of the explanations is, always go up in numbers. One of the explanations, Rashidah's Beishilel, we always go up. Why? Malin B'Kodesh, Vein Moridin. That's not Tashmishe Kedusha, that's Tashmishe Mitzvah. Not only that, the Gemara Menachos Taflamites tells us that when you start making the tzitzis, you put the white in before the blue, when you're making tzitzis with tchelas, because ma'alin b'kodesh ve'in moridin. Tzitzis are Tashmishe Mitzvah. They are not Tashmishe Kedusha. So, be that as it may, Ravadya then goes on to explain that probably this yesod is in fact correct. That, uh, that Malam B'Kodesh Vein Moridin does not apply to Tashmishe Mitzvah. We're not going to get into right now how he answers those two questions, but probably it does not apply to Tashmishe Mitzvah. The uh, specific uh, application to, uh, to Sukkah is most troubling. As Rav Abadi points out in his Chuvas Or Yitzchak, Feilagal of Simintas, he says, you know, after quoting this Shla Kadosh about uh, putting the boards of the Sukkah where they, where they, uh, where they were the previous year, Rav Abadi writes, Ofrani Tachos Kapos Raglov, the Yafali Ashtika, I should probably be quiet because I shouldn't be arguing with such giants. 
He said, I can't help myself though. Do the walls of a sukkah retain any kedusha after sukkahs that you're not even... You're allowed to use them for whatever you want. You want to use them as firewood after sukkahs. What, the Kedusha is just going to return to them if you want to use them again? And furthermore, why is a sukkah called a sukkah? Rashi, Masech sukkah, at the very beginning, Al Shem Ha Schach, Kriya Sukkah. Does it say anywhere that you have to make sure the schach that's on the north side of your sukkah stays on the north and the schach that's on your south side stays on the south? No, we never heard of such a hanhaga when it comes to schach. Very difficult to understand why the, uh, the sukkah should be subject to, to uh, this, uh, this same rule of the, of the Krashea Mishkan. Um, there is another reason, though, for an atara for the Talos. The Orach HaShulchan and Simen Ches, Sif Yud, writes that the real reason that the Minig is to put an extra piece of cloth on, the, on one side of the Talos is uh, not so that you can know which side is up and which side is down but because people tend to sweat on their heads and they put the talus over their heads a lot and whereas the rest of the talus is over clothing and the sweat gets uh, caught in the clothing rather than, uh, than sweating up the talus by, the heads, the, by, by your head you schwitz up the talus directly and therefore it would begin to fray and begin to get gross on the top of the talus so the minog was that they would put an extra piece of cloth for reinforcement of the talus. Ah, once they did that, Samimela, they uh, you now know which is up and which is down because of that piece of cloth. But nothing to do with the top of the talus being uh, being any more important than the bottom of the talus. In fact, there are many people that that uh, take this shlach of oh the top is more important and we can't switch it for the bottom, and that's why they make a silver atara to give that extra chashivus to the top of the talus, to show that in some way it's the more chashiva part of the talus. However, there were several gedolei aposkim that were opposed to this practice. Specifically, the malbim in Sefer Atzasachayim, the levush in Simen Yud, Seif Yud, and the Arach HaShulchan. The malbim writes, Ein litmoa al taliso shalanu, shosun la'yifoy mi'ishar beged b'mokam amunach al-arosh v'karun la'atara. He says, uh, don't be bothered by the, uh, by, by, by the fact that people have a little extra cloth and uh, they call it an atara, and be, that, that you might think that that makes it that the only part of the talus that's actually a beged is the part that you wear on your head, and that's the important part, and the rest just happens to hang down. And that's a problem, because if you actually have a beged that you wear only on your head, a hat, let's say, that has cloth that somehow hangs down and covers parts of your body, there's a halacha in Shulchan Aruch that such a beged is not chayiv and tzitzis. So if you turn your talus into such a beged, where the ikr is on your head and everything else just happens to be there, it would not be chayv and tzitzis. It would therefore be a brachal of atala when you say a bracha on such a talus. So the says, I wouldn't get too nervous about that because 
What do we do already? We just put a piece of cloth there. We don't in any way make it that the top of the talus is the only part that's the chashav part of the baguette. It just happens to be a piece of uh, piece of cloth. But says the Aruch Hashulchan that one should be careful that uh, that it should only be cloth and nothing more. Umal kesef lezahav betalus, he says. What do gold and silver have anything to do with a talus? They have no business being by a talus. A talus is a, an article of clothing. Who puts gold and silver? on articles of clothing. Rabbi Abadi in his tshuva says, you know, I would add more that, uh, that, that especially in a Beis HaKnesses and a Shas Tfila, it's Matil Kina Beinenu. That one person, you know, is a new chassan and he just got married and his, uh, his in-laws bought him uh, fancy atara and the other guy sitting next to him, also a new chassan, just got married, his in-laws didn't buy him a fancy atara. And he said, who needs that? We don't have enough baggage. We, we, need, we need to create more, more things to divide us, more things to... So Rabbi Abadi doesn't uh, like the idea at, at all. Um, so essentially, why not have an atara shal kesef? So first you have the Aruch HaShulchan. What does Kesef and Zav have to do with the Talis? You have Rabbi Abadi's concern that it's going to be Matil Kina. First, and, and furthermore, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not Shaykh to be Mahader, something that's not an actual Heftzah Shal Mitzvah, meaning the, the Tzitzis are Heftzah Shal Mitzvah. Maybe even the Beged is part of the Heftzah Shal Mitzvah. But the piece of cloth you put at the top of the bag is a simon bialma. It's just a way of knowing which is up and which is down. If you hold, you need to know which is up and which is down. But it's not a cheftza shal mitzvah, so it wouldn't be maharder such a thing. And, and fourth, if the main reason is mishum zeya, so, you know, just to, to, uh, to, to catch some sweat, so then uh, silver is not, not the best way to do that. It's not like, you know, you play a rough game of basketball or something, and you go and you go to the uh, break front and you take out some silver to wipe the sweat off your brow or whatever. That is not a, a, a wise thing to do on, on many levels. Um, so where does it come from? Why, why are those, there those that uh, do not have a problem with it? Rav Meishen or Chaim Chalakei Simen Chaf Oz Gimel quotes from the Divrei Chamudos. He says that... Uh, that, that uh, one should not be wondering, he says, that people will get the impression that the primary part of the talus is only on the head. Everyone realizes that the talus isn't just something that one wears on their head, that it's something that covers the whole body, and be'ikr, it's really to wrap the body. It's just a way to decorate uh, the talus nicely, and, uh, and it's an extra level of tzniyas yaseira to, to put a talus over the head. So, uh, and to make an, an atifa, bishas bracha, we put a talus over the head. So that's why miyafin makomahu. We make nice that, that particular part of the talus. Says Rav Moshe, um, He says, I know what the Orach HaShulchan says, and he's all upset about this, and that we have to be mvatel this minag. He says, I don't think so. I don't think you have to be mvatel the minag. Rav Moshe says, I don't have a silver atar because that's not my family minag. 
But if you happen to have a minog that you have a silver atara, nothing wrong. Live and let live on something like this. It's not. Uh, it's not the end of the world if one person has an atara and another person doesn't have an atara. So Rav Moshe was not uh, particularly concerned about this. Rav Ruven Margolios in Nefesh Chaya brings a smach to this minog from his Zohar and Parshas Pinchas. The Zohar and Parshas Pinchas writes the Eid Yukna the country mitzvah betalus muzheves. It refers to a golden. So maybe the idea of gold does have some alpi kabbalah, some uh, association association with the talus. Why the, those Hasidim that you've, you've ever seen that have a, a, an, an extra piece of silver in the middle of the talus? Well, they're trying to re, to respond to the concern that we just spoke about that many poskim have that if your talus is essentially a headpiece that happens to have some cloth uh, hanging down, it's a brachal vatala. It's not even chayiv and sitzes. So they say, okay, instead of removing the atara so it's not just a headpiece, we're going to make another beautiful thing of silver in the middle of the beggar that actually covers the body, so it's obvious that it's not just a headpiece. So again, Rav Moshe thinks it's obvious anyway, but that is the issue of an atara on the top of a talus.